Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. Big Freedom Friday today, guys. Big Freedom Friday today. Man, got a lot of joy in my heart. A lot of good things going on. And um, hope they are for you, too. Got to keep our heads about us in this crazy world that we live in. It's crazy out there. It's crazy in here. Got to see these folk I work with in here. What are you talking about? Pray for me, Boom Crew. Hey. <laughs> now I'm coming you at you problem. even harder. You got a problem with yeah. me? Uh-huh. Huh? You got a problem yeah. with that? Yeah, well, you said it out loud, so now I'm going to make oh, your life even harder. Uh, Want to throw down right in here right now? Well, no. Not really. Keep the mics hot, see who wins this thing. <laughs> Can we get it like on Facebook Live or something? Could That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> it is so long. All right, be rest be of the match. Be better if Allie and Superdye win. <laughs> what? What? No. You know, this just proves that there's differences in genders. Two genders. My goodness. I haven't seen girls fight many times, but one time in D-Building in Alaska, I saw a fight break out. It was so- Is that at your high school? Yeah, D-Building D in high school. I was going to say, Alaska. that could be prison. That could yeah. be high school. <laughs> D-Building. Nice clarification there, Young Thunder. Thank you. Wow. Uh, thanks. little hearkening hark, back to my rougher years. <laughs> got your back. <laughs> You're a real encouragement, man. I'm, I'm always here. When when your when your team member has to say that a parenthetical comment that that is his high school not not a prison that he visited <laughs> that's, that's a problem. It's great. Good oh, grief, love you, buddy. But I saw these two girls going at it. Me and Jeff Judd, my buddy, saw these two girls. I mean, absolutely pulling hair out and the whole thing. It was oh, horrible. No, no. And oh. and we went in there and broke that thing up because it was just not good. You should break up any fight that you see going on. Get in there. Wait, break. what? What? You should break up any fight you see. If it's safe to do Is that. that. Well, yeah, but you, I really am a big believer. You should break up any fight. People can get hurt, man. If you got the ability mm -hmm. to get two guys apart. You know, when you get into a mob scene, you don't want to wade in one person with, you know, if you got 20 people and say, hey, start pulling people off. You'll be in the middle of that <laughs> Stop frame that now. before you know it. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm a, I, I broke up more fights than I ever got into. Thank the Lord for that. But we got into a few back in the day. Things are different in schools now. A little yeah. bit. I mean, it's. I was. I was just talking to to my mom the other day. She was. She lives in another, not outside of Chicagoland, but they have made an appeal in the school district in their in their town, an appeal for volunteers to come in and help with security, because they are. They said there's a increase in students bringing in small knives to school, and so they are wow. asking for just kind of like a public appeal, like, hey, we need. People to come in and and just help be, be a presence at school if you can volunteer. Whoa! And I said, Mom, um, <laughs> she, <laughs> she's willing to volunteer. I said, I don't think you need to be doing security though. We'll find some other role for you. Maybe not security. Why Mom, you, on security. Why don't you be a bus attendant? <laughs> but it, but I, it's definitely yeah, a different different world. I think the worst thing about what's going on in school today is. Here, you know, here's the irony. So we've had these bullying campaigns for 20 years, right? Bullying's never been worse because of online. Never been worse. It You're may right. be more insidious. You're right. It's horrible. People the stuff are way nastier online than they are on in face-to-face, -face, no matter what was said in face-to-face. -face. Small, hurting, puny people sit behind a keyboard mm. and blast away. Small, puny, hurting people just makes me that gets me angry yeah 
That ticks me off. I think it's fair to get you angry. It's it, coward. It's it's cowardly, and it's it's making yourself feel big at the expense of another person, which is never acceptable. Yeah, it's it's a tough thing. This is why we've got to offer freedom to the world, man. I think we underestimate how many people would respond if we would but speak. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. So I want to tell you some good news on this Freedom Friday. You can have freedom today, my friend. Freedom. You can be sealed in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a power that is out of this world. And if you're weary of living horizontally, isn't today a day to give your life to Jesus? And I'm just going to be very simple with this right now, but I got to believe you came here. I'm talking to you right now. You came here today for a couple of reasons. Some of you come here regularly to get a shot in the arm, nah, a shot in the soul of some juice that comes down from heaven. You come to learn how to take your next step with Jesus. We learn together. It's awesome. But some of you come here because your life is coming undone. It's a mess. You're wondering if there's some hope here. There's no hope here. But there is there. There meaning where you are right now, the Holy Spirit is offering and extending life to you. Might hurt a little bit. Maybe there's a sober moment where you're being convicted of sin in your life. That's good. Because until we see how we're missing the mark in life, we can't possibly take hold of the one who gives life. For God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son, that whoever, that's you, would believe, believe his full surrender, not an intellectual belief, but a belief, body, soul, mind, spirit, everything. You believe, you throw your all behind him and say, okay, I'm going to go his way. I'm going to follow what he says. I'm going to obey his word. You will have eternal life, eternal life. And that word for life is the word zoe. It's a word that describes a quality of life that is indescribable. It's nothing you can drink out of a bottle. A pill can't provide it. Climbing a corporate ladder can't get there. president of my Bible college was famous for saying, many people are going to live in this life. And been climbing a ladder only to get to the top, look over this other side, and find out it's been leaning against the wrong wall. Is that you? It's okay. We all had to come to a point, those that are here that are born again, where they realize they can't do it. Only God can. But you can't fiddle around with this stuff anymore, friend. You can't fiddle around. We say it a lot around here. Church can't save you. Can't save you. Your spiritual activity can't save you. We've all tried it here, but Jesus can. So I want to tell you right now how to, how to experience this new life. 
you're there. You're humble. You're broken. You're aware of your need for God. And I know what you're thinking right now. He's reading my mail. I can read your mail because I've had my mail read. That's it. Today, I urge you to not live earthbound anymore, but to surrender your life to Jesus. All of it. Count the cost. You don't want to have one of these building projects that goes up and you can't cash the checks to complete it. That's what Jesus said. He said people build towers and they didn't count the cost before they went in. Count the cost. So let me ask you a question. Are you willing to give up all that you've made, all that you've done, all that you are to take hold of the life that is in Jesus Christ? Good. Jesus Christ can take over your life today if you'll humble yourself and repent of your sin. That means that you're turning around. And it's not a physical move, it's a heart move that says I'm turning away from all the sin in my life and I'm turning toward the Savior of the world. His name is Jesus. And you know what? He's got his arms open wide and he's ready for you right now. Right now. Right now. That repentance is a sign that you believe that Jesus died for your sins and that you needed it. And that he rose again and he's alive today. And the evidence of that is he's calling you. He's saying, come on, let's go. So never before have you ever repented of all your sins and surrendered your life to Jesus. But today you are. Welcome. It's awesome. I'm going to pray with you right now. Just hit some of these points here with me. Just cry them out in your heart. Use your own words. Jesus, I believe. I'm ready for eternal life. I've made a mess of my life. Now live through me. I repent of all the junk, all the stuff that I've tried to do that leads nowhere. I'm empty, and I'm asking you to fill me up. If your heart has prayed those prayers, genuinely, there's no question in my mind, you today are born again. It's all new. You're a new creation. The old is gone in an instant, and the new has come. We want to help you take your first steps with Jesus got a really cool kind of revamped follow-up little thing we want to send your way. It's a PDF that has like three links in it that are really important. How to find what you're looking for in a good church, kind of a Bible to get. We even got some links there so you can go grab one. Because when God makes you new, you're going to start, you're going to start doing things that you never imagined you'd do before. You're going to be hunting for truth, a Bible. You're going to be hunting for a church, one that's going to build you up. You might be in it already, but now you're new, so the whole thing will feel different all of a sudden. Then we got a little follow-up, a cool little resource that we're, we're willing to give you for no charge that will help you 
become a disciple of Jesus Christ. It's that simple. We want to get that into your hands right now. Just text the word NEW to our number here. Just NEW, just those three letters, N-E-W, just NEW. Text it right now. Side of the road, get there. I don't care where you are. we got people all over the world. Just text the word NEW to our number, 312-274-9624. Just text NEW. And I'll say it slowly, 312-274-9624. We'll get this in your hands, and my goodness, you are off to the races with Jesus. New life, new life in Jesus Christ. 3906, welcome to the family. 8767, welcome to the family. 1626, welcome, you're brand new. 7280. You're brand new. Just going to shout out the last four numbers of your phone number. It's a cool thing because then you go, oh, my goodness, other people know, right, Allie? Yep, 0328, welcome to the family. Wow. God knew that you would be here today. This was set up by him. All you had to do was open your heart to him. He brought you to the why and the road. All you had to do was take it. When you get free, just text the word NEW to 312-274-9624. That's it. We're going to help you walk this brand new path with Jesus, and we are so encouraged for you. 1-898-3201. Pretty cool. I got one more word here. I'm going to linger for a moment longer and say this. Friend, I'm talking to you that pride is holding you back from crossing this threshold. I got to tell you something. Don't let the fear of man hold you back from the King of Kings. Don't do it. Don't let the pride of life and the life that you've made for yourself and having to humble yourself and say, I've had my ladder leaning against the wrong wall. Don't, don't. Don't let that pride hold you back. 4825, another one just came in. So I'm speaking to you that have left, let pride hold you back. Today is the day God can break that pride. It's not served you well anyway, has it, my friend? Never does. Just say, God, that's me. Yep, I've been filled with pride. I've been going my own way. Self-righteous person. But today you're breaking me, God. I give my life to you. That's you right now, isn't it? That's awesome. Just text the word NEW to 312-274-9624. We'll get, we'll get this little link out to you. Shout out the last four numbers and Godspeed to you. What an awesome start to a 6 o'clock hour. Awesome. Coming up in a minute, we'll shout out some more numbers, possibly. But God's already done a good work. How about you, my friend? 312-274-9624. Just the word new. Start your day moving closer to Jesus. You're listening to Carlin Crew Mornings. Big trip that you need to enter for an opportunity to win is the last day you're going to hear about it on the morning show because this thing 
ends this weekend and winners will be picked. What is it? It's a trip across the Mediterranean Sea in the Journeys of Paul's Sail Away contest. You are going to follow the routes of Paul's missionary journeys. You're going to be on location where Paul taught, even wrote some of the New Testament letters. All of this with uh, tour guides who are going to help you understand what you're seeing. Dr. Mark Job, Dr. Joe Stoll, Dr. Michael Rydelnik. The trip happens in September. Get all of the details and the entry form and don't delay because like I said, this thing will end this weekend. Text TRIP to 312-274-9624. TRIP to 312-274-9624. Coming up, one of the realities of this Freedom Friday and this new birth miracle is that we are sealed in the Holy Spirit. Well, the question is, what's that mean? I almost think about the old mail in old England where a letter was shipped around and it was it was kept secure by your insignia, your seal, and that hot wax, and then you put that ring into the wax, and it's like it's sealed. Is, is that it? That's not bad. But are we bundled up in this little thing, or is there something more to it? There's a whole lot more to it. We'll get to that, man. She's coming up here in a moment. This is Natalie Grant going down Classics Alley here this morning. Classics Alley. Alley? Me? Alley? Someone say Alley? The back alley. Oh, got the it. Okay. Mus- the music the alley. The other alley. Need a wake up call? We can help with that. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Well, Boom Crew, this week we've been tackling the reality that there's evidence of the Holy Spirit, but the fact is there's only evidence of the Holy Spirit because we are sealed in the Holy Spirit. That's what Paul told the Ephesian church. We find that in Ephesians 1.13. And you also were included in Christ when you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. We're going to break this down today with a special guest, Dr. Greg Allison. Uh, Start with just some context around this passage. What do we need to know to even begin to unpack it? This passage is perhaps the richest passage on all of the blessings that we have in Christ, everything from redemption to forgiveness of sins to God's choice of us, his adoption of us as his children. And uh, at the end of the whole discussion, uh, the key focus here is on the sealing of the Holy Spirit, the sealing by the Holy Spirit. Is this, uh, there's a lot of discussion around this. It's got a lot of implications, but at At its most basic tenet, isn't this one of the hallmark passages for the assurance of salvation? It absolutely is. Both the perseverance of genuine Christians, the mark of the Holy Spirit, he seals us so that we will persevere. That's God's work in our life. And as a result of that, subjectively, we enjoy the privilege of the assurance of salvation. We know that nothing can break the seal. We know that we are guaranteed our salvation. And so humbly, not arrogantly, but we embrace the fact that we will never depart from Jesus Christ. We will always remain believers throughout this life and into the life to come because of the work of the Spirit. There's a lot of discussion around what it is to be filled with the Spirit. And I think a lot of people wonder, how can I have an assurance that the Spirit of God is in me? Are there tangible evidences that you would point to, Greg, that lend to the reality that, man, I've been transformed by God. I'm sealed in the Holy Spirit. When we see the fruit of the Holy Spirit, produced in our life, 
So love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, etc., etc., right? We can have that assurance uh, that the Spirit is not only indwelling us, but He's actively uh, present and empowering yeah. us. And then in the church, according to Ephesians 5, 18 to 21, we also see these marks of the church filled with the Holy Spirit. There is a genuine communion between believers. There's authentic worship that is going on as we gather together. The church is characterized by gratitude. We're people of thanksgiving. And we submit to one another for the sake of Christ. That is, we prefer one another. We don't regard ourselves more highly than we ought. We try to outdo one another in showing honor to others. Love it. So these would be marks of the Spirit. Dr. Greg Allison, our guest right now, he's a renowned professor of Christian theology at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. He's spent his life devoted to studying and teaching theology. Uh, Coming up, you've got a book that I find fascinating, talking about living as whole people in a fractured world. Uh, Let's get into that coming up with our special guest, Dr. Greg Allison. Find us on social media. Just search Carl and Crew Mornings on Facebook and Instagram. Dr. Greg Allison with us right now. So there is the temptation to live fractured in a fractured world, but there is a call on the believer to live whole. You wrote a book about it. Give us a little bit of an overview of why you tackled this one. I tackled this book, which is called Embodied, Living as Whole People in a Fractured World, because I'm fearful that we have as believers pretty much a complete disregard for our embodiment. But God has designed us and created us as his image bearers to be embodied, to be male embodied image bearers and female embodied image bearers. This is by God's design. And this is necessary for us to love one another, to serve Christ, to experience a joy, love, peace, patience, kindness, and so forth, to uh, be uh, servants in Jesus Christ Church. So this is my focus on embodiment, uh, helping us to understand we're not fractured, but we're whole people. Yeah, and that, that is what we want. It seems that I've been reading C.S. Lewis again, and uh, it's an amazing reality, but there is eternity etched in the hearts of man. We're image bearers. There's a sense in which every per- this is why we have addictions. Everybody's trying to get something, some juice in their life that we know only the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit can provide. And with that as a backdrop, I got to give you a challenge that we have here, Dr. Greg Allison, and this is a real one, and I think you see it. The illusion of salvation in the church today, according to Jesus in Matthew 7, many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, there's a lot of people that listen to us here, don't they, Allie, that they wonder How can I know that I know? Absolutely. One of the hallmarks, and we're talking about this today, is being sealed in the Holy Spirit. That begins to take this fractured life and make it whole to the person who wonders, am I truly born again? How can this sealing in the Holy Spirit either confirm or deny whether or not they are really in Christ? So first of all, we have the promise of the Word of God that if we have the Son of God, we have the life. And so we believe the promise of God that as we have embraced the good news of Jesus Christ through repentance and faith, that we then have the Son and therefore have eternal life. And then in Romans 8.16, we read that the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit, our core, assuring us that we are children of God. So that's the privilege of all genuine believers to have this sense, this conviction, this confidence that we belong to Christ and we belong 
belong to him forever, this inner witness of the Spirit. And then we, again, reading Scripture, we understand that we've been marked out with the seal of the Holy Spirit, and we believe that promise, even if we don't feel like this morning that we're sealed. We maybe have committed some sin, and we're guilty, we're ashamed, but we can have that assurance because God has begun his good work in our life, and he will continue it until Christ returns. And part of that is the sealing and the uh, filling and the assurance of the Holy Spirit. What does someone do who feels like I'm there? I've got a recurrent shame, repent cycle going on in my life, and it's starting to cause me to question whether I'm born again. What do they do? As long as there is a, an attitude, a posture, a desire to repent of sin and turn from it, confess that sin and get help, that's a very healthy sign. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, we would be in danger if we don't have that sense, I'm messing up, I continue to mess up and all like that. That would be a very dangerous sign. But as long as we have this sense, things are not as they should be, but I want them to be the way that God has designed me and saved me to be. That's a good sign. I love that. And it confirms it. I love this, Allie, because John 14, John 16, what do we find? Jesus says the Holy Spirit's going to convict. Conviction is a evidence of sealing with the Spirit. Dynamite. You've spent so much of your life uh, devoted to studying and teaching theology. What would you say to the believer listening right now? How practically can we live with more of an awareness of the power of the Holy Spirit moment by moment, day by day? My best day begins when tumbling out of bed. I'm not a morning person. When tumbling out of bed, I cry out in desperation, spirit, fill me. Three words. I posture myself, according to Ephesians 5.18, be filled with the spirit. Spirit, fill me. That says nothing about the day that is about to unfold, circumstances, relationships, ministry, teaching, whatever it might be. But it says everything about me and the proper posture of yielding submitting my life from the first moment all throughout the day to the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. Powerful stuff. Boom Crew, have we got a resource for you. I want to point you to Dr. Greg Allison's latest book. It's called God, Gift, and Guide, Knowing the Holy Spirit. Uh, you can get a keyword right now. Just text the word SPIRIT to get the direct link. Text SPIRIT to 312-274-9624. Just text the word SPIRIT, 312-274-9624. What a title. God, Gift, and Guide. Knowing he, the Holy he's Spirit. He's fully God. Yeah. So he's fully God, along with the Father and the Son. He is the greatest gift that God the Father gives to those who follow his Son. And he is our guide throughout our entire life. Again, text the word spirit right now to 312-274-9624. You're going to love it, guys. 312-274-9624. Dr. Greg Allison, you hit it out of the park, my man. You're welcome back here anytime discipleship to start your day you're listening to carl and crew mornings and we're talking about this great discussion with dr greg allison by the way if you want a link there um text spirit to 312-274-9624 we want you to check out this one we're gonna uh, we're gonna give more and more resources on what it is to be filled with the holy spirit any studies on being filled with the holy spirit why because we've got to get some solid theology that helps us capture the third person of the Godhead. 
because we've got multiple books on experiencing God as in the Father and so much teaching on Jesus. And as Sam Storm said two days ago, there's a lot of, and he's, whew, he doesn't hold back. He says there's a lot of twisted, my language, garbage teaching out there about the Holy Spirit, where we try to use him almost like a genie in a bottle of sorts. But that can't dissuade us from leaning into the real power of the Holy Spirit, as we see outlined all the way through Scripture, especially in the book of Acts. So we're going to keep promoting that here. Ah, man, I feel prompted with something here right now. Somebody, is this you? You are not sure you are sealed with the Holy Spirit. In fact, you've got the Holy Spirit convicting you of the fact that you've never repented and followed Jesus yet in your life. Today's your day, my friend. And you might be gulping right now because you're like, man, is Carl talking to me? If if my words are speaking into your heart, it's because the Holy Spirit's talking to you. So here's what I want to tell you right now. For God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son into the world. He died for you. And if you will believe in him, you will not perish when you die in this world. You will have eternal life. But that life begins today. We are new creations when we're in Christ Jesus. The old is gone, the new has come. And I, I don't think I need to say too many more words. Maybe you've heard that you must repent and turn away from the life in the natural man that you've been building for yourself. And I'm asking you to turn and follow Jesus, and the Holy Spirit will fill you up, and you will be sealed in Christ by the power of the Spirit for eternity. You can't be snatched from the hand of God, and your life today will change. The quality of your life will change. Why? Because... Because you've done something? No, because he's done something. He's deposited the life of Jesus into you. And so here's what I want to ask you. Are you ready today to count the cost and turn away from the life that you've made for yourself on this broad path that leads to destruction? Are you willing to say, I've had my ladder leaning against the wrong wall. I've climbed. I've looked over the top. There ain't nothing there. Praise God. When you get there, that's so good, my friend. Now I want to ask you, are you ready? Count the cost here. Are you ready to turn around and let Jesus Christ do a building project in your life by the power of the Holy Spirit and the love of the Father? Count the cost. But if that's you, it's a powerful thing, isn't it, my friend? And it's all right if you got to wipe away tears. That was my story. And by the way, we're talking to you and maybe you're driving down a road or you're at home or you're at work. I don't know where you're at, but... I was driving down a road when God called me out of darkness into light. Never forget that stretch of road. I could take you to it today. But boy, when he calls you, you know it, don't you, friend? I want you to turn around and I want you to say to Jesus right now, aloud, I believe you died for me and I needed it. I was desperate for it. And I know you're alive Because I feel your work in my life today. You're giving your life to him, repenting, just say yes. You believe Jesus died for you, just say it out loud. 
Yes, Carl, I do. I want to welcome you to this new journey. You get that quivering chin or those tears wiped away or that overwhelming emotion right now, I just want to say it is good to have you here. It is really good to have you here. We want to help you. Very simple. We've got a revamped link for all brand new followers of Jesus Christ to get. You've never followed Jesus before, but today's your day. I want you to text the word new to our number here. In just a second, I'll give you the number, but we're going to have four distinct steps to take. Three of them have links to resources, what to look for in a church, where do I get a good Bible, and even a tool that we're going to send you, no charge, to help you take your first steps with Jesus. But count the cost, and if that's you, you've counted the cost, you're ready to go. Text the word NEW to this number, 312-274-9624. Text NEW to 312-274-9624. And in just a little bit, we'll shout out the last four numbers of your telephone number. Man, we're overjoyed. Listen, God had you here for a reason today, a good one. Just text the word NEW to 312-274-9624. They're coming in right now. You're coming in. This is great. We'll shout out numbers straight ahead. NEW to 312-274-9624. We're here to help in any way we can. New to the show? We're glad you're here. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. We've got some folks that are surrendered to Jesus today and are brand new in Him, and we want to celebrate it. 7900-5290-4825-5954-6447-8021. Tremendous, man. Great to see so many people surrendering their lives to Jesus today. It's an awesome thing when you get just knocked over by the reality that the Spirit the Spirit of God begins to convict your heart about things, and you're starting to see life as it really is. And so we want to welcome you to the family. And this this revamped resource is super practical, so spend some time with it. Look uh, at each of the links because they're all really important and are going to help you take those first steps. Yeah, we're overjoyed to be able to step into this gap and help you today on this Freedom Friday you know what? I want to ask you a question. Let's talk about it from the power of the Holy Spirit. When you were born again, what was the first? Capture what the Lord's saying in my heart here. What did the Spirit of God convict you of on that moment when you came to Jesus? What precipitated that move to Jesus? What kind of conviction were you feeling? I mean, Young Thunder, you, I'm just looking at you. You got your, you know exactly what it was. Yeah, I, I mean, do. it was high definition conviction. It was. It was high definition conviction. The Holy Spirit had been telling me for a couple of years that, hey, you don't actually know me. You believe that I exist, but you don't have a relationship with me. You're not following me. And that needed to happen. It was also uh, get honest in your life. Your life is full of you hiding and secrets and lies and you need to be honest. So get honest. And those were the things that that changed in me when I came to Christ and 
uh, the things that he was convicting me of just before I came to know him. It's a powerful thing. Conviction. Nobody likes it. <laughs> right? Right. It doesn't feel good. But you can't live without it. Exactly. I think it's it's one of those things in hindsight, you are grateful for it. In the midst of, you know it's not a pleasant feeling. And and there's a reason it's conviction. There's a reason that it's it's a weight on you because God's telling you to do something or to or to change something that you either don't want to do or don't want to change. Yeah, man, it's a powerful thing. What are you thinking, Allie? You know, I'm thinking about this, you know, uh, the difference between conviction and sort of guilty feelings. Have you ever kind of wrestled with that one? Because totally. a, a lot of people, you know, you'll even see like a, a puppy who does something that they know they're not supposed to do. Yeah. They kind of come over and they have like a sheepish little look on their face and you can read their mail going, OK, what did you do? Like, so there's a built in sense for most people. Is we're image bearers. Yeah. When we do something wrong, we don't feel great about it. What is the difference between feeling guilty and Holy Spirit conviction, or are they one and the same? Yeah, I. That's a great question. I my only my layman's uh, term for this would simply be that conviction goes to a depth that guilty feelings can't touch divides bone and marrow. There's a piercing of the heart that conviction does that a guilty feeling can't do. A guilty feeling seems to be about one inch away from real change, but Mm. that one inch is that knife that plummets a little bit deeper. It's a deep thing, isn't it? Yeah, and I would, the only thing I would add is that I think guilty feelings are a great start. (laughs) No, you're on the right path. It's a great start. Is that feeling bad? Because many people work to suppress any sort of negative emotion like that. So the the guilty feeling is sort of solved by doing something to dull or rationalization to get out of that. Like, Well, I know I don't feel great about that business decision I just made, but I mean, there's so many people doing way worse Steaming things. Steaming right past and, it. Right. And so I, if you have guilty feelings about things, I think, do think that that's a good entry point. And and don't skip past it. Don't skip past it because that awareness that something in my life is not right is actually the beginning of, uh, can be the beginning of a path to surrender. Yeah. What did the Holy Spirit convict you of that blew open the door to salvation for you? Come on, on this Freedom Friday, let's go. We got 10 lines wide open. I'm asking you to call in right now. What did the Holy Spirit, put it in a word, Young Thunder, or a phrase, what did the Holy Spirit convict you of that led you to salvation? I think that that's the right phrase, is what did the Holy Spirit tell you? Or, yeah, no, I think you've just got it right. I don't think that it's it's worth changing. What did the Holy Spirit convict you of that led you to salvation? What is it, guys? 312 Two seven four nine six two four. Come on, let's go. I want phone lines filled up. Freedom Friday. I don't want anyone holding back. Let's go. Three one two two seven four nine six two four. And here's what this does. When you share this, it'll take someone who's feeling guilt and it will go boom a little deeper, please. Boom a little deeper, please. 
It's your show, Boom Crew. Freedom Friday. What did the Holy Spirit convict you of that led you to salvation? Come on. I'm, I'm going to wait until we get one call coming in here. I don't care. I'm, I'm a pastor. I love pregnant pauses. I can wait man, a long time. 312-274-9624. What did the Holy Spirit convict you of that led you to salvation? That's all we need you on the horn for. What was it? 312-274-9624. It's an important topic, isn't it, Allie? It really is, because that conviction, that the Holy Spirit convicts the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. You have to get to a point where you have an awareness that something is not right. And it's a it's a horrible, awesome feeling. Yes. There we go. Our first call coming in. We got nine lines available right now. 312-274-9624. Light them up, guys. Give us a call right now. Boom Crew. Celebrate what God is doing in you. This is Carl and Crew Mornings. On this Freedom Friday, we've been talking about the power of the Holy Spirit all week convicts the world regarding sin, righteousness, and judgment. I mean, there is no salvation apart from conviction. You can't do it because it's not an information exchange. You're not striking a deal. It's not like, what's that show where they got all the briefcases? Let's a deal or a no deal? deal? Yeah, it's oh, not deal or no deal. It's yeah. not deal or no deal, right? <laughs> or let's make a deal. Let's make, make a, a deal. deal. Is a door number old two. School. No, man, it's, it's, it's the power of the Holy Spirit that says, Boom, right here. I'm convicting you of this. And that conviction can lead to repentance. And it's all the power of the Holy Spirit that's at work there. How sweet is that? Let's go to the phone lines, Allie. Yeah, we're asking you, what did the Holy Spirit convict you of that ultimately led you to salvation? Uh, Let's go to April calling in from Chicago. April, what was it? What was the Holy Spirit convicting you of? Um, Sexual fornication. I was engaged, but I was still... Um, I was trying to, to stop it on my own, which would work for a little while, but I just, every time we got intimate, um, I would just start crying and hit the floor on my knees and Bless start asking for forgiveness. And I finally got to the point where I had to choose God over my fiance and I trust him. If this is, if this is the man you have for me, then your will be done. And we are married now. So, but it was hard. It's really hard. When God brings us to that point of conviction, it's brutal, isn't it, April? It's brutal. It is. It is. But it's powerful at the same time because when you come out of repentance with that thing, look out. Way to go, April. Thanks for being so bold, sister. We love you. Way to go. Bert, Forest Park. What do you say, Bert? Hey, there. You know, what it was for me through the Holy Spirit was a conviction to get out of self and get into him and trust him. Uh, So much so, I remember uh, I was trying to stay in bed, (laughs) stay and sleep on the Sunday morning. He was convicting me to go get baptized. He's like, enough of you trying to do it on your own. You need to get up. You need to get baptized today. You need to do it today. And like wrestle with me where I could not, couldn't even stay in bed anymore. (laughs) So I had to get up and go. And the minute I did, I'm so grateful that he messed with me, wouldn't leave me alone. Uh, and has guided me ever since, if you'll trust him, right? So that's what it was. He he, he just got a hold of me. Get out of yourself and get into me because I'll guide and direct you in the way you should go. Bert, that's powerful, dude. When you get convicted that self ain't working for you, 
That's you're either you're stuck. You're either the points of total <laughs> hopelessness or you've got to surrender. Yeah, it's not not That's much right. in between. Way to go, Bert. Thanks for calling in, my man. Kelly and Sandwich, what do you say? I, well, um, you know, I wouldn't have known how to really explain it until you um, brought up that scripture um, that the Holy Spirit convicts of uh, sin and righteousness and judgment. Um, it's the righteousness uh, part that that just got me. Um, my mom and my two sisters would, when I was a you know teenager and a young adult, would always try to get me to go to church and Bible study and talk to me about God. And in my mind, I thought, well. I'm I'm not ready to live that life of not having fun and you know yeah. I don't want to quit smoking I don't want to quit having premarital sex and all right. that stuff but um and then um uh, they invite invited me to um a play uh the the Heaven's Gates Hell's Flames yeah and um, yeah and in that play I realized or the Holy Spirit showed me that um it's not about and I just didn't have a clue. I thought it was about acting a certain way. And that play was just really great for me, just showing the the, the, the contrast or the how it really works. Yeah. They, they show people, yeah, people who think they're saved and uh, people who don't think they're saved. And then they, well, you know, the play probably, yeah. and then yeah. they die. And yeah, that was just, that. that was what, got me saved. <laughs> That's awesome, girl. Way to go, Kelly. Thanks for taking a risk and calling us. We love you, sister. Boom. That's why we call you the Boom Crew. You know, there's there's life only offered to those that bow a knee before God when conviction descends on our soul. Yeah. But and when it does look out, right? No um, one comes to the Father unless the Spirit draws him. I mean, it is the work of the Holy Spirit that draws us to the Father for salvation. Yeah, and Jesus looked at Nicodemus. He said, listen, you're born of the Spirit, friend. You're born of the Spirit. Because Nicodemus was like, how can you go back in the womb and be born again? How does, how does it? And Jesus said, it's got it's, it's to be Spirit-born. That's why conviction is so powerful. We're all born with our backs to God. And the Spirit of God will reveal to us our flavor that keeps us with our back to God. What was your flavor? What did the Holy Spirit have to convict you of to call you out of darkness and into light? Give us a call right now, 312-274-9624. What did the Spirit of God convict you of to bring you to salvation? 312-274-9624. Your number one hub for freedom stories. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Quick mention, don't miss your opportunity to enter to win this Journeys of Paul Sailaway contest. It closes this weekend. All the details, sign up, text the word TRIP to 312-274-9624. Just text the word TRIP. Mike and Joliet, what do you say? What What did the Holy Spirit convict you of that led to life abundant for you? Oh, uh, for me, it was like more being about the world, and um, I felt I had a lot of conviction with like dealing with like premarital sex and like smoking weed, or you know, just like having a lot of selfish desires and just giving that stuff up completely and focusing on the Lord and basically replacing those selfish desires for like 
something that'll glorify God, whether it's reading scripture or, you know, getting with people and discipling, fellowshipping. That's kind of what I I felt like was very difficult when I felt the Holy Spirit calling me out of that situation because I knew what I was doing was wrong. And I didn't really notice that until after I got baptized. So after getting baptized is more of like, I was, I was still doing it, but I, I started to feel a certain type of way where I had to get on my knees and pray because I knew that what I did was wrong and I've, I've cut back on a lot of those things and I've That's been awesome. doing a lot better. So, Mike, I want to tell you something right now. I want to thank you for calling in. And I want to tell you that that battle that you're facing, the, the, the honesty that you have with it is tremendous, dude. That is awesome. The worst thing you can do is try to fake it till you make it, Mike. And I want to encourage you to do something right now. I just want you to listen close, Mike. I want you to go, and I want you to go call at least two brothers today that you can trust and tell them that the Spirit of God is still at work in me, and there's greater works that he has to do. Would you partner with me in prayer that I would be filled with the Spirit and live in a way that I'm not even today? Would you do that, Mike? Of course. Right on, man. You go for it, brother. Love you. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for calling Thank in. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's Mike from Joliet. That's really cool. Let's get another one in here. Let's go to Don, first-time caller from Mount Prospect. Don, what was it that the Holy Spirit was convicting you of that ultimately led you to surrender? So uh, the past two years, I would say I had three miscarriages. Oh. So I went through a lot of loss, went through a lot of anxiety, panic attacks. And one day I decided I'm going to start watching The Chosen, mm. turn on The Chosen. And I watched the episode of The Woman at the Well. And at that moment, I just started bawling. And I started praying that God and the Holy Spirit would save me. Yeah. And about two days later, I went to church. And we had a little ceremony for this husband and wife. They were moving to Florida. They went around the church and started praying for others. The husband came out to me, held my hand. I said that you're the woman at the well, and you've been saved, you've been clean. Wow. I'm now with you, and from that moment, my life has changed. I've never been happier. My anxiety has gone away, and I finally found peace with the Lord. <laughs> oh, praise Whoa. God, Dawn. sister. Oh, Don. <laughs> it's, it's indescribable, isn't it, Don? It's indescribable. Yeah. You can't put words to it, can you, sister? No, not at all. Yeah. I'm so proud of you, girl. Way to go. Look, Don, I don't, I don't know exactly what God has for you, but it's tremendous. And you just hang on and, um, it's just awesome. You know what? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I don't know why I feel prompted, Don, but let me tell you something. The woman at the well is one of my favorite stories in the scripture. So you're one of my favorite new sisters. We love you, girl. Boom. Incredible story. What an amazing thing, huh, guys? Freedom Friday. Freedom Friday. Going deeper in our relationship with Jesus. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Okay, little uh, fidget fiddling toy update. How you doing in there, Young Thunder, with that gift that my bride passed on to you? Good. I don't have them on right now, but they're over at my little table. At your table. To the corner. Your little workstation. Little workstation. Yeah, these things are dynamite. It's just great little tools. They are. It's Have good you to been find using out. yours today? Oh, yeah. Been oh, using them. I hadn't even noticed. They're, oh, yeah, they're quiet. they're not noisy. Yeah, they're, they're not. pretty quiet. They're not. 
or a good replacement for when I. Yeah, the the, yeah. the pen gets a little loud. Yes, just a wee bit. The yeah. rubbing of the pen yeah, between the, the hands. The rubbing of the pen. Uh, we're gonna have. Uh, boy, I don't think we've told anyone this. Coming soon, we're gonna start having clips of what we're doing in here, not just audio but visual. Yeah. And I saw some samplings of what they're doing with us here, and I noticed how much I rock back and forth in my chair while I'm broadcasting. <laughs> Have you ever seen yourself doing something? And go, yes. Why do I do that? I don't. That's not. That's not me. I, I don't. I don't look like that. I don't make faces like that. When somebody sends candid pictures, I'm always like, no, I am not a candid picture person. Uh, Most people aren't candid. I'm not a candid picture person either. There's no, there's no coming back from candid pictures sometimes. Don't catch me in my natural state. Let me pose and smile. You'll get something better. Oh my word. So it's, uh, it's an amazing thing uh, that we're going to be doing here, but boy, it's, uh, it's caused me to really rethink how I move in the chair and things like that because I don't want to be a distraction to you, that's for sure, Boom Crew. But details, <laughs> details on us going on kind of TV here, so to speak. That's my old lingo for new video. video. Uh, but on, yeah, we're gonna, uh, we got there. We got them there. TV's fired up in there. <laughs> yes, we do. Get your foil and antennas ready. By the way, speaking of foil and antennas, Young Thunder sent me or sent us all a picture of something. Do you remember that? What did I send you? A picture of something. What was that a picture of at his home? Or he sent it to me. What was it of? Dog or something? Anyhow, he sent the picture and there in the left. Oh, in the back. Oh, you know what I sent you? What was, was that? It was proof that I was watching the. It's a Wonderful Life Oh, that's movie. right. It, uh, yeah, it's oh, proof. Oh, okay. But there on the left-hand <laughs> side of his little console are bug ears yeah. for when he's looking for local stations. Absolutely. Oh, okay. oh you still use those Yeah, I watch, I watch football on the rabbit ears during the uh, fall season. Wow. So right. funny, yeah. man. Well, because huh. I don't have it. So, you know, I've got, I've got all the streaming services and stuff like that, but I don't have, like, satellite TV. And so... If I just need some local channels, I just pull the rabbit ears out. Okay, how many rabbit ears out there? Come on, bring it in. Just want to know. Spot check. How many of you got rabbit ears? Let's go. Come on. Uh, those TV, if, if you are if you don't know what it means, you, you don't, don't have, have them. them. <laughs> 312 <laughs> 274-9624. If you still got rabbit ears, you still get using the antenna, tell us. 312-274-9624. Come on, bring it in. Let's get some company for Young Thunder. Problem is, Young Thunder, hmm. very few people under 60 are going to say they got them. say, not much company left Just anymore. Just Young Thunder. Just me. <laughs> it's like coffee, but for your ears. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Well, I stand corrected. We got a whole lot of folks under 60, 30 plus years old. <laughs> 30 plus? Okay. <laughs> Somebody no, said 30 plus. Is that they have a 30 plus year old Council two oh, oh, TVs oh, 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 that with one's digital not the converter one. and rabbit ears. Yeah, we got 52 and I have them. We've got 58 and I have them. Got a lot of people wanting to go to bat for you, Young Thunder. They're I saying I'm not that. 60 plus. Come on in. Let's all watch rabbit ears together. Matthew in Chicago, how old are you? I am 49. Ooh, see, see there? You, love, you got those rabbit ears just like Young Thunder? Yep, I've had them for 10 years. I got rid of cable. There is no way I'm paying that much for cable. <laughs> right? I my... It, it, no, <laughs> I it's down streaming only to Netflix and Amazon Prime because my wife has a Prime addiction that we're working on. So we still have <laughs> a Prime addiction. 
My wife has a prom addiction we're working on. That is Oh, you're killing me. It's a real thing. She will admit it. I'm not talking behind her back. <laughs> oh, you're killing me, Matthew. Well, stay on, stay on the horn, dude. We get, we get a Carlin Crew prize pack for it just because he's working on it. There's no cable subscription in the prize pack. No, the, just so you know. Yeah. By the no. way, this the <laughs> this cable cost. It's it, a lot of money. It's straight up obscene. I went, I went for the bare, bare minimum package, and I told them, I said, I got them on the horn. I just talked to them like I do to you. By the way, I talk to everyone like I talk on air, right? This is I'm true. Not, I don't, Very true. And I talk to them. I'm going, are you guys insane? I said, and I tell them, I know you're just taking calls, but you need to tell the mucky mucks. They're, gonna, they're not going to have any market share here pretty quick. You're priced out of the market. My contention is. They know they're a dying breed, and they're trying to scarf up all the dollars before they die. I, I really believe fair. that. Well, streaming services are just taking over. Oh, yeah. Anyway, hang on the horn, Matthew. And uh, more power to you and your bride. No doubt. What's that look all about, Allie? It's just <laughs> the boom crew's cracking me up this morning. They are. They're on it. Well, I has got addiction to Prime. We're working on it. I mean... <laughs> Amazon finds our house pretty frequently, too, Matt. Sorry. Uh, it's too funny. Too funny. Want to put faces to their names? Just follow Carl and Crew Mornings on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget, that's Carl with a K. I've got a theory in here. The more you know about something, the less animated you are about it. Give us our thesis here, Allie. We were just talking about, about sports, how usually... The people who are most prone to yell at referees or complain about calls or yell at the TV about what the quarterback should be doing. Especially that one. <laughs> are usually not the people who really know the sport. Not as deeply and intricately as you might think. No, it's not the former players. It's not the people who have spent some time with the sport. It's usually the people who... Know the least who have the loudest voices in the room when it comes to sports. Maybe this applies to other things. Maybe it doesn't, but for sure sports. So I got a crazy question for you, Boom Crew. What do you know a lot about that you've never told anyone? It's <laughs> a good okay. question. No, no. And you're humbly willing to say via text, I know a lot about this. And you've never told anyone. I mean, you know a lot about it. Watching playoff games in Maui with my brother-in-law, Steve Pelour, former quarterback, Dallas Cowboys, former quarterback, took him to the Rose Bowl twice. They beat Iowa. They were picked to lose to him. They beat him by a couple touchdowns. Steve was under center for that. He's highly skilled. Washington Huskies, right? Washington Huskies. Yeah. And um, watching sport, watching football with him was very interesting. He didn't get all rattled. He's not screaming at the TV. No, not at all. And then he's given me insights about what's going on and when they move from man-to-man to zone and the, oh, see what he's doing here? He, he's, he's checking off that play because see the zone coverage there? And he'll point at the TV, and I'm seeing stuff I hadn't seen before. But you know what? Steve never loses his mind like novices. I think the more proficient you get at something, the less you yap. So well, Let's test this theory. Let's test it. What do you know a whole lot about? But you're maybe slow to even talk about it. Yeah. What do you What do you know a ton about? But you're not you you don't you don't flap gums. 
First response, I know a lot about nothing. Well, if that's the case. <laughs> this, this could be an area of education. This could be a hobby. This could be a sport. This could be a reality TV show. I don't know. What Model do you know? trains. What do you know a lot about? A reality TV show? Oh, no. I mean. It could be. It could it be. be. What do you know a lot about? But you're slow to even talk about it. 312-274-9624. Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. All right, Boom Crew, what do you know a lot about? You know a lot about something. Steve the Mailman says, Steve the Mailman here. I know a lot about gardening and landscaping. I don't tell anybody this, but I show them that in my work. Because I have a little tiny landscape company, it's just me. When people compliment my work, I like to say, that's not me, that's God. I just paint the world with what he gives me. Oh, I love that. Oh, cool stuff. Got yeah. a lot of response coming in. <laughs> I know a lot about teeth and straightening teeth after being a dental orthodontic assistant for more than 35 years. It can be dangerous, though, looking at teeth all those years. It's usually the first thing I notice about people. <laughs> Yeah, I can That's see that. That's so great. 1432. Yeah, what that dude? We can get a band on that sucker and square that snaggle tooth away. We can fix oh, that for you. Knows a lot about, 1432 knows a lot about raising insects. Monarchs, rhinoceros, beetles, stick insects, etc. Oh, interesting. My. Huh. Oh, I like this one. When my mm. boys were little, I knew a lot about dinosaurs. Zero, oh, yeah. Three, three, oh, nine. yeah. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Oh, my word. Are all little boys into that? My son was a T-Rex nutcase. See, I Everything. don't think I was a big dinosaur kid at all when I was growing up. You haven't come into that age yet. <laughs> Still growing into it. My dinosaur phase is coming. You are Still young, Thunder. <laughs> the T-Rex phase is around the corner. What oh, else we man. got here, Holly? This, this is, uh, is great. 4324, I studied dogs for 20 years. Behavior, grooming, boarding, training. I keep my sh mouth shut because people are so opinionated about their <laughs> animals. It's <laughs> oh, no. probably well, smart yeah, sometimes, depending okay, on who you're talking fair. to. Uh, car design says 2170. Nice. Fishing, okay. 4056. I, I really like this question, Carl. What would you say? What's something that you know a lot about that maybe I, I, you're... I, I know a lot about... I mean, next weekend, a week from today, is the World Championship sled dog race in Anchorage. It's a shorter race, followed a week later by the Iditarod. I know a lot about mushing dogs across Alaska. What's crazy is I know so much about it that I could get on a – if a guy came up injured, I could fly to Alaska, and because I'm pre-qualified to run, I could run as Iditarod trail team from Anchorage. Can you Sonoma. really? Yeah, because I'm pre-qualified. Yeah. Having wow. been an official finisher, wow. I could jump up there. I've imagined this for years. Now I'm getting to a point where it's like – you know, I would love to have a month's heads up so that I could really drill down. I work out, but I'd really want to get in shape because the twisting and turning of a sled dog team. But I know a lot about dogs. Yeah. Know a lot about sled dogs. What well, about you, Allie? Well, okay, so my kids oh, like boy. to make oh, fun. Oh, boy. That's the perfect way to start this story. I know. Oh, no. My kids make fun of me because I like to do internet research on just about anything. And so let's say it's a, a new person. 
I will know a lot about them before I actually meet them. I might check out their Instagram profile, look at their latest Facebook posts, and then you meet them and you're like, hey, nice to meet you. And really, I know a lot about you already. I also do research, like when my kids play sports, I'll find out about the other team, who their best players That's great. So you know a lot so of- So you're a PI. That's her so, journalism. She's, well, it is know. kind of my journalism bent. I know how to do deep dives on all kinds of stuff. But my, <laughs> my kids, they're like, you know, mom, that kind of- it sounds like stalking. I'm like, no, it's not. It's research. I like to find <laughs> research. That's what stalkers say. <laughs> I know. That's that's exactly what okay, my daughter says. That's what stalkers always say. And I said, no, I'm getting my information. So, yeah, I got a lot of random collection of facts. I got a hunch you aren't alone on that, Ellie. I'm I think sure a lot not. of people do. Uh, the internet makes it really it. easy to do uh, background checks oh, on sure. people. Bookkeeping. Ooh, that's a good one. Pickleball, tennis, and sewing. <laughs> By the way, I played my first pickleball game. I would love to join a club for pickleball. We it is an epic sport. It really is. It's so fun. Oh, my goodness. I played my first and hadn't done it till a few weeks ago. It is awesome. Talk about a way to stay in shape. I, this is why it's caught on and so grown so rapidly. You now have a whole, they just opened up a whole pickleball facility near my house yes it's a huge facility just for pickleball guys it is i'll tell you why it's so good tennis you've got to take lessons if you want to be good i mean it's a different kind of sport but pickleball is basically glorified ping pong anybody can jump in and you can pick it up pretty fast yeah like you can get it like drop shots and spins and after you figure out that the it's a it's a mallet, it's not a racket. I kept whiffing that thing because you got a tennis swing on that thing and you're like, oh, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. And pretty quick you go, all right, table tennis. Here we go. Ooh. Man, it's a kick in the pants. Anyone? Have you played it, guys? No, oh, yeah. I haven't. Oh, yet. super die. I played a couple games and really enjoyed it. Oh, what a kick in the pants. Is there a pickleball expert out there? Give us a call, 312-274-9624. Oh no energy? No problem. We have all the energy you need and more. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. You know, I'm going to do something really different right here. I'm shifting gears. Now, life is a funny thing. Have you noticed that we life is just a constant shifting of gears? You're going down the road. Let's just say you got a standard transmission. You're in overdrive. You're in fifth gear. You're cruising along. All of a sudden, whoop, gear it down, man. We got a wreck in front of us. Or you're just going through traffic and you're just clogged up. And then all of a sudden, whoop, here we go. We got freedom. Let's, let's go. Second, third, fourth, overdrive. Boom. Here we go. I'm going to bring it down a gear or two right now because this is what I know is going on right now. There's a lot of you that come here on a Freedom Friday to celebrate the freedom we have in Christ. And some of you come here and you don't even know why you're here except that you're just hurting and in pain. That's a reality. I want to tell you, God knows exactly what you're going through. He does. It's an amazing thing. It might be a terrifying thing for you, but God can read your mail. Remember as a kid thinking, man, God's omniscient. I remember a preacher saying that God knows your thoughts, and I thought, well, that's the scariest thing in the world. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. But here's what's weird about our loving God. He knows your thoughts, and he won't turn away. Wow. 
It's very, that's comforting. I don't know any man or woman that would know my thoughts and not turn away except maybe my bride and a few close friends. But God knows your thoughts. He can read your mail and he won't turn away. Why? Because while we were yet sinners, God sent Jesus to earth to die on a cross for your sins. While we had our backs to God, he extended love to us. It's a love that's beyond comprehension. And the question is, are you going to respond to his love? And here's the reality. You can't respond to the love of God without conviction that you've got your back to him, right? But you have to get to a place where you see your need. Got to get there. And here's what's really cool. I know right now, this morning, there's at least one person here. Is that you? who you've been walking with your back to God your whole life. And today, you know what God's saying to you? I know you, I can read your mail, but I love you still. Won't you turn around and follow my son, Jesus Christ, today? And what's wild is he'll convict you. He'll convict you by the power of the Holy Spirit will convict you of where you are screwing up in your life right now. He'll just convict you of that. And we had a moment here about an hour ago where we, we were asking the question, what did God convict you of that led you to repentance, to turn around and follow Jesus? And some said fornication, and some said self-will, and uh, perf spiritual performance. There's all kinds of things that we do, are doing, that God will say, that isn't going to work for you anymore. President of my Bible college that I went to, he was famous for saying a lot of people are climbing a ladder in life only to find out one day that their ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. There's nothing over on the other side. And if that's you today, I want to invite you to give your life to Jesus. Isn't this awesome? We get a chance to tell you right now, speak into you. Maybe you're in your car, in your home, in your office. I don't know where you are, but it is awesome. Jesus spoke to me. In my car, driving down a road, I know the exact stretch of road. I can tell you when he asked me a question, are you done yet? And by the next, I was on, I was on the Seward Highway. And by the next off-ramp on uh, O'Malley Road, Jesus had called me out of darkness and into the light. I was a new man in a quarter-mile stretch of road. The most awesome thing. God can do the same thing for you right now. And I just want to ask you, will you give your life to Jesus today? No great fanfare. Just asking you, are you aware today that you were born with your back to God and you've had it to God, but that God's Spirit is convicting you that it's time to surrender your life to Jesus today, that all that running out there isn't working, no longer living by the rules of this world, but let Jesus Christ rule over your heart. He wants to make you new, my friend, brand new. And will God set you free from stuff? Are you kidding me? I had a raging cocaine addiction. It was so bad that I used to snort coke with friends all the time. It's a party drug, right? You know you've got an addiction when you're starting to go buy a gram and snort it all alone and don't want anyone in your stuff. And I remember thinking, you're at the bottom, Clausen. 
you're at the bottom. You're snorting coke alone. But you know what God did? He kept reaching out to me in love. And he just said to me, are you done yet? And look, it's, it might be co- cocaine, but it's probably not. It could be your pride of how you look, how you present, how much money you got. I don't know what it is, but if you got your back to God, and God's calling you to turn around today and repent of all that junk, just do it with me right now. Just say, Jesus, I'm turning around. I'm done. I give my life to you. I believe you died for me, and I want to tell you I needed it. Just tell him that. I needed it. And I confess my sin. I've missed the mark so badly. Just tell him that. I've missed the mark. My life has just been missing the mark. And I want you you to say to your pride right now, pride, get out of here. Today I'm humbling myself under God's hand. And I'm going to follow Jesus. I'm responding to this conviction in my heart, this pain that says, going the wrong way. And today I follow Jesus. And if that's you and that's the cry of your heart, you're on a stretch road. It's cool. You're at home right now. You're walking on a path just listening to us with uh, earbuds in. God's working in your heart. God brought you here today. He brought you here today because he loves you that much. Blown away at God's goodness and providence to have you here today. And we want to help you in your new journey, this new walk of faith, turning around onto a narrow path that God will hold you in. And the same spirit that's convicting you is now the same spirit that's going to guide you step by step of the way. And Uh, Listen to me, friend, the life before Christ versus life after Christ, it's so radically different that it can't be lived in your own know-how, but the Spirit of God will show you how. So if that's you right now, I'm just asking you to say yes to God, and I want you, as you're saying yes to God and no to yourself, and you're repenting, and you're believing in Jesus today, I want to help you. We want to help you. We have revamped a a follow-up guide, but only those of you that are brand new in Jesus Christ today, we want to follow up with you by sending you something that's going to help you. It's got some links in it to find uh, things that you're looking for in a new church, right from the Word of God, links to Bibles, because you got to get one of those things in your hand, and you're going to start reading it, and you're going to go, look, I can't believe it. This thing makes perfect sense. And we've also got a link for something that's going to, it's a free tool that we're going to send you. No charge, just send it to you and say, here's how you can take your first steps with Jesus. Just a little discipleship tool we'll send your way. And this is how you get it right now. Just text the word NEW to 312-274-9624. New in Christ today, just text the word NEW to 312-274-9624. Yeah, just that word, new. We'll shout out the last four numbers of your phone number. It's one of the most freeing things to know. Woo, somebody else sees this crazy thing that's happening inside my soul today. Just text the word new. Just when you get freed up, just new to 312-274-9624. Man, we'll send this out to you. And 
man, doing all we can to help you take your next steps with Jesus. We love you guys. We're so grateful for the work he's doing in your life. Text NEW to 312-274-9624. Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew. As we help you take your next step with Jesus, you're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Godspeed.